Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys. Everything sequel contains explicit language. And why the fudge not, you melon farmer? Hello and welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast. This is the RoboCop Edition. Today we pitch sequels, friends. My name is Michael Schantz of the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, the man with a plan, Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. Hit him, Tom. Isn't the moon wonderful tonight? <laughs> Step Stepford Robocop. Stepford Robocop. We, you know what we didn't say? What does he say about foul language? He says, uh, foul or is it foul language that he says that makes for hurt feelings? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> or bad language. So much fun to write. Bad language makes for hurt feelings. <laughs> must have been so Fuck much fun you. to write. Maybe even more than watching. Yeah. <laughs> well, here we are. Time to pitch sequels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you do with a series like RoboCop? Uh, You've got a revered first movie. Yeah. An oddball second movie. Yeah. A shit third movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's officially shit. On yeah. Our, uh, yes, that's our... right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't bother with ripe, yeah, rotten, <laughs> shit. shit or not shit. That's uh, that's the best we do. You got the little yeah, it's uh, shit emoji seri- icon. It's the classic series lost that lo- that's lost its way. It's lost its way, and I think I brought this up. You know, when Sam Raimi did Spider Man Three, it was this idea of if they had let him do one more, can you bring a movie back? Yeah, dangerous from right? the fucking uh, cellar. What I mean, but I suppose what's different about this series from because we've we've seen series that have just gone off the rails and got progressively worse. Of course, um, like like every other yeah, <laughs> every other time like almost all series. of them. <laughs> yeah, almost all of them. Um, but these films are, despite having the same cast and most storylines, themes, almost. <laughs> for the most part <laughs> they're entirely different they're they're yeah. completely they're each movie is its own animal and mm-hmm. kind of including the original in there yeah it's right really got they've all got their own um, identity flavors so yeah so what do you do with that with a do you try and make a you know do you do you alien resurrection it you know mm-hmm. with your it's like make a unique movie at all costs <laughs> literally um, all costs yeah, all costs because the first three movies. I remember seeing that were... movie on Thanksgiving Day oh, yeah. in 1997. Interesting. After making a big dinner for friends and then saying, "This isn't how I, I believe... wanted to end my day." <laughs> I believe Paul Russ said the same thing. <laughs> um, that, but that would be quite good because there's a kind of a tuduken in that. Really? There's like a tuduken alien. <laughs> So it's perfect for Thanksgiving. Maybe that's why they released it then. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, any, but yeah, that, that you have to factor that in as well. It's like uh, you've you've been set a certain template, but it has nothing to do with tone or style or politics. No, yeah, right. Mess, well, and there's also the, the consideration of, you know, in, in the in the time we are in now with sequels. Mm-hmm. With how many sequels are just choosing to ignore fucking everything, yeah. You know, it, it would be very easy to say, "I'll do an interquel. I don't want to deal with three. I don't want to have to yeah. pick up the thread from any of that bullshit or nonsense." And uh, you know, so it's it's uh, decisions, 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 right? It is, yeah. I mean, my instinct is always to respect the timeline when possible. But yeah, me too. 
it's it's series like this that really test that principle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, right. Because uh, we have our time machine, and I could just so easily go. Be- you know, the, the easy thing. Yeah, the easy, the easy thing to do is direct sequel to RoboCop. Mm-hmm. But you lose all that that mid stage madness. Yeah, right. <laughs> which I feel is is a shame. Um. So you could justify a sequel to RoboCop, like making remaking a third in the trilogy. Yeah. Not that I've done any of this, but I'm just saying, like, that's where <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't accept a direct sequel to RoboCop. I don't think that's. I think that is unfairly maligning RoboCop too. I feel, yeah. I mean, this is the sort of. This is I mean, if if I, if I had chosen to do that, would you say Dirty Pool? Is that what you're I saying? No, I mean it's it's. I, I haven't, it's by I just, the way, so you're safe. No, I know. But <laughs> I mean, it's all theoretical at this point, right? <laughs> but for future reference, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think you like you, I hadn't I done know, my I, job. In general, in general, I think you you know to 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 just jettison that. I don't know. It's I think I think increasingly I think it's my own. It's become my own sort of cross to bear. Mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I don't mind some of that messiness mm-hmm. uh, that you that, that you get with having to follow not just the original but but certain sequels and all and, the nonsense that happens in them. Yeah, all the nonsense that happens in them, and I suppose that I also don't like, and this is entirely the opposite point. <laughs> so it makes no sense. But I also don't like when they do a Ghostbusters Afterlife and pretend that a movie that people didn't like doesn't exist. Yeah, right. Even though it it still exists in the timeline, but no one talks about it. Like, I think that's worse, actually. Okay. This this is a debate for another time. Because because I'm I'm not doing anything this radical in terms of storytelling at all. All right. Yeah, I don't think I am either. I, I, I'll i do the thing that I normally do, I think, which is, well, maybe not. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm trying to take, uh, I'm trying to get a little weird, I'll say. Oh, okay. And, but not too weird. Yeah. <laughs> I like I mean, a good you narrative. Can, you can try. You can treat this as a, you know, as an anthology movie, basically. You could. For all that matters. Yeah. There's no consistency. Uh, really, and except for the basic premise. Mm-hmm. I mean, was coming up with an idea difficult for you? No, uh, no, I don't think it. I don't think it was actually. I had to think That's about it for a while. I had to think about what I wanted. I kind of knew I. I felt there was one area of the story that you typically get in police procedurals of this nature that they hadn't explored yet, mm-hmm. and so I sort of laser focused on that. Um. So the idea the idea wasn't hard. I think kind of retrofitting it to uh to the the RoboCop cast of characters was maybe mm. the challenge. Yeah, but I had lots like, of starts because, and stops too. Because you, you, it's easy to forget with these two batshit crazy sequels that you know the idea of RoboCop is such a uh, brilliantly simple one. Yeah, right. You're essentially you're augmenting it, augmenting a police procedural. Um. That. You know, you're just you're just adding this one sci-fi element basically to the police procedural, and it feels new, but it's actually not. It's very traditional. Yeah, but you put on top of that the sort of, you know, that first RoboCop movie. There's so much satire. Yeah. And we're we're speaking. We've talked about this before because you're speaking to a specific time. That movie comes out in '87, so we're at the end or towards the end of Ronald Reagan. Mm And Ronald Reagan's America, and I think that particular yeah. movie speaks so much to yes 
Reagan's America at the time, you know. Definitely. Yeah. And it's you know it 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 makes it harder because that you you sort of at the end of RoboCop you think well I can't imagine a RoboCop sequel that doesn't have this satirical layer to it. Right. And then the second movie kind of doubles down on that. And then the third movie just kind of forgets it completely. Yeah. Right. So what does that mean? Except I think it thinks that it is doing that. Yeah. Uh Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's yeah, I think that in a in its own broad way. I mean, there's all that stuff about big business and war are the same things. Mm-hmm. No one's ever had that thought before. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. It's not like there are whole books written about that or anything. Um <laughs> so yeah, I guess maybe they do. Maybe they do. They think there's uh, that you know that's RoboCop three in a nutshell, isn't it? That they, right. They they think things are happening on screen that they that just thought about, but not are not written down. <laughs> like who the fuck owns what? Who's the hero? Who are the villains? Just just explain that much. What to the me. fuck is a Tomo? <laughs> And why are there so many of him? Oh, that's amazing. Hmm. Yeah, do you have any Asian robots in your sequel? <laughs> Surprisingly. Well, I, I, there could be. Okay. If, uh, if, the client, if the client wanted it, I could work it in. <laughs> there's, no re- <laughs> there's no reason that the robot in my story couldn't be Asian. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> yeah, I guess for mine too. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll happily blind cast this one. I like it. Well, uh, I mean, where's that leave us? Do you. Do you have anything else to say about before we get started in earnest? Um, about the series, about your, oh. your, your ideas, your, uh, the road you took? No, I think, I think we've. Well, I su- I suppose you know, this series was rebooted. Um, but it was a reboot; it wasn't a sequel. And of course, I don't know what they do in the TV series or the animated series. So, that's what we're kind of contending with. But all that <laughs> right doesn't yeah, seem to doesn't seem to matter. Okay. For our purposes, I mean, it never does, but it, 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 yeah. it's sort of like um, th- those don't seem to be straight sequels to the film series in any sense. Mm-hmm. They're 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 very much their own entity. Uh, did people people quite like the RoboCop reboot, didn't they, or did they not? I don't. I don't no, remember. I don't. No, okay. I don't think so. Right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I misremembered that then. Yeah, I think RoboCop's. Uh... Either black or steel gray in that one. Like a dark but not blue. gray. But not blue. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. I mean, I saw it, but I can't... You know, I remember Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is involved. <laughs> was involved, yeah. <laughs> Any Tom Skerritt? No. Not, not Tom Skerritt, but Michael Keaton. Yeah. It's, it's that's I guess my my final word about the series would be, RoboCop Two is a good movie until you remember RoboCop is blue. I think that's the best way to think about it. <laughs> and then you think, how could that possibly be true? And then what about your movie? Is your movie a good movie? Oh, I think it could be. Yeah. Mm. And again, and, and you know, we had the same when we talked. When we talked about RoboCop three, it's like we don't need RoboCop in this, uh, and that may have influenced my storytelling choices because uh, this 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 would work as a just a movie. I think just a movie about cops. Is RoboCop in it? He's in it. He's okay. in it. He's involved. RoboCop is involved. Well, That's then I ask you, sir, what is the title of your movie? Oh, am I going first? Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, the title of my movie is RoboCop. E cats. What? Robocopy cats. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> obviously like it wouldn't be spelled out like that on a poster. It sounds like it would. 
<laughs> Robo copycats. <laughs> Robo copycats. It's Robocop with an E cats after it. I get it. Or a Y cats. No, not a Y? No, a Y, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I can't I can't order, I can't use audio to tell you how this is gonna look out of things face. <laughs> Robocop Y cats. Yeah. But it wouldn't be said Y cats. See if I said Y cats, yeah, okay, you'd be like, I understand. oh it's a question. Yeah. So I had to say E, but it's not an E, it's a Y. Robocop Y cats. <laughs> Good question. And, and I say in the first you, scene is just Robocop in his apartment with a bunch of cats. That's it, with his with his friend who's a sad Robocop security guard. That's great. They live together. Uh yeah, so Robocopy Cats uh is three years after the events of Robocop three. Mm. And Robocop is missing. Everyone's going around asking, where's Robocop? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm pitching a bad movie without even knowing it. I made all the same mistakes. It's Robocop 3. <laughs> Until I realized what I was saying. (laughs) I'm crying. It's too much. It's too much. Too much. It's too much. It's too much much laughter. Too much laughter. It is. Um, Apologies. Apologies. Um, Where's Robocop? Where's Robocop? Where did Robocop go? He's been missing. So Robocop's missing. So kind of uh, and uh, Superman returns scenario. Yeah. You know, you know. So I was quite happy. So I'll t- uh, confidentially, I was quite happy about this pitch. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the episode began, I started cycling it through my mind, and I thought, God, this sounds like the beginning of a lot of movies I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> as a Superman returns, as a Force Awakens, as a lot of. Stuff I really don't want to be in the media landscape. At least you got some Poochie in there. More, and I'm creating more of it. And, and Poochie. <laughs> which I hadn't even clocked. <laughs> oh, dear. So, <laughs> and and a ropey title. Um, so, <laughs> this movie has it all. Yeah. So, Robocop's missing. Three years after the events of Robocop 3, everyone's asking, where's Robocop? Um, then in, so crime is running rampant without Robocop, uh, to enforce it, to mm-hmm. enforce the law and, uh, the regular so, cops aren't enough. Well, no. And, and in the, in the, you know, uh, in the wake of Robocop's absence, a number of robo vigilantes, technologically augmented, um, victims of violent crime uh, are now informally enforcing the law around the city. Mm. So there's like, basically there's like robot Charles Bronson's all around the city of Detroit taking (laughs) care of things, uh, taking care of crime. And the police slash OCP are concerned. First of all, you know, where's Robocop? Second of all, of where are all these where are all these Robocopy cats coming from? Hence the title. Um, I understand. Because, uh, you know, what we will open on a scene where you think it's Robocop coming out, but it turns out to just be one of these robo-vigilantes. Mm. But the cops who eventually no, these arrive people, at this... Wait, so, but they don't have anything to do with the police. They're building themselves... Ro- People are building. Yeah, they're vig- they're like your classic vigilante. They're not associated with the police force. They're informally. But are uh, they half robot fighting. like RoboCop, or are they just yes. dressing up like RoboCop? Yeah. So they're no, com- they're. Okay. 
they're 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 cyborgs, right? So right. They're, they're people. They're people. Is there a cyborg shop? Where are they? How are they getting this done? The, that's the, what the film's about. Okay, that's the right. mystery. <laughs> that's right. the mystery element. You're asking all the right questions <laughs> because OCP slash the police. Um, they don't know where these robo vigilantes are coming from, and a robo vigilante that was killed during a during uh, a firefight uh, is revealed to have um, OCP data copyrighted or... yeah. micro technology inside them. So they're they're thinking who is supplying oh, this? A fucking rogue agent. That's who. All right, who's that rogue agent? Do we think? <laughs> I think okay. it. My, that's what the phone's about. You're asking all the right, all right questions, which shows me I'm doing my job correctly. Right. Despite the poochie misstep. Um, <laughs> so Sergeant Reed, uh, who's a week away from retirement, I just thought I'd throw that in. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lo- he looks like he looks like he would be. <laughs> Demographically, he looks like he's a week away from retirement. <laughs> from what we know about African American cops in police procedurals, right. He's a week away from retirement, and Johnson, who is now running OCP... Well, that's who I think it is. Oh. Well, no. Well, there you go. It's not him. Because oh, okay. he is... Well, unless, I mean, it could be. I'll, I'll make that change if you want. But at least <laughs> at this point, he's concerned about the, the misuse of OCP microtechnology. Okay. Sergeant Reed is obviously concerned because, you know, it's all happened... Because Robocop's absence leaving a vacuum, so... Uh, Johnson sent Sergeant Reed on an assignment to uh, discover who is making these other Robocops and what's ha- and what's happened to Robocop. Hmm. Um, and the trail leads him. The trail leads Sergeant Reed to, um, as you say, this kind of the cyborg factory where they're they're kind of making, uh, like you know, um, steampunk versions of robocop with this special chip that that is what turns it into a robocop which this is obviously like being traded on the black market from ocp and they you know they they fight they fight basically find the guy who's making it and they're asking you know where did you get this chip and he's like you know i got it from this this cop who you know who sold it to me i said what's the name of the cop murphy So, you know, with this not like Reed is is trying to think. Well, Murph, you know, Murphy's is it is it Robocop himself? So they where where would you go if you couldn't find Robocop? Where do you think he he would go? He would be. What have the films told us that where would he be hanging out? Wait, what? Where would Robocop be hanging out if you can't find him? But did you say where did the other films tell us it would be? Yeah. Or at least one of the other films. <laughs> Two of the other films. <laughs> to me, it would be... He'd be either with... A, he'd be with some gang who's working on him. Okay. <laughs> maybe that's true. But Reed thinks that maybe he's stalking his family again. No, oh, yeah, that makes sense. So he goes to the to family's house where they're having a birthday party for uh, for Murphy, for the, the, uh, the, pa- the patriarch. And his wife and son there saying, yeah, we do this every year, you know, to celebrate his memory. And so Reed leaves, satisfied that he's not there. He says, you know, if you see if you, if you see uh, Robocop hanging around, let us know because we've got to find him because um, he's supplying, you know, well, he probably doesn't. Circumstantial evidence, Tom. Hang on a sec. <laughs> so he leaves and... As he leaves, you know, once he's driven away, M- Murphy himself, full Peter Weller, not even Robocop Peter Weller, full on Peter Weller, appears out of the a bathroom where he's been hiding. Hey, oh. He's actually at his own birthday party. So, what's going on? You tell me. Well. <laughs> did they, uh... I do know. Did they clone him? Well, so basically, in as Reed continues the investigation, he discovers 
someone that we haven't seen from an entire film, the old man, mm-hmm. who was forced out of OCP in a hostile takeover by Mako's Corporation, and um, is now selling this micro-technology on the black market that he stole before he left. He's discovered to be the one who's actually supplying it. Okay. Um, whereas Murphy, in exchange for um, a new Otomo-like cyborg body, was um, hired by Mako to work undercover in this operation. <laughs> and try and break the uh, the old man's um, black market dealings. Mm. That's Robo Copycats. All right then. Yeah, Robo Copycats with a with a f- full Peter Weller. Yeah, right. Full. We'll get full Weller. He Robocop is now Murphy again. All right. I got no problems with that. All right. And eventually he will be found and people will stop asking, where's Robocop? <laughs> Even though I do realize that then, then it becomes, where's Murphy? Where, yeah, exactly. That's fun. Not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit generic, but I think the series can take it. Of course. It's a bit more Death Wish, a bit more... You know, <laughs> different kind of police procedural, but I think the series is robust enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if any if any series could handle that, it's RoboCop. <laughs> if any series could handle that kind of <laughs> complete change of tact. Tricanery. All, All right, right, then. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Unless, unless Robocop is missing in your version, <laughs> because I don't know if I'm ready for that. Right. I'm in the midst of making last-second decisions that might hurt me, but... As long gonna, as you've not made him missing. I'm going to roll it. Yeah, he's not I think missing. The, gen- the general... The general feedback I would give to myself, <laughs> that's not a good way to start any film. With the character that you want to see missing. And the character's going, you give a lot of movies when? a lot of shit. Even if he's just missing for the first 15 minutes of Robocop 3. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Luke Skywalker? <laughs> I'm just remembering the, For- the Force Awakens. I think it's actually in the opening crawl, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah. Luke like Skywalker is missing. Luke Skywalker is missing. I should have. You don't know where he is. I wouldn't have been great if I walked out at that exact point that that came up on screen <laughs> as a statement. <laughs> because if honestly, if if Dial of Destiny, if I get an early, if if there's like if the entire cold open is him digitally de-aged, I will walk out. No, you won't. I might do at that point. I'll have to go back and see it because we need to cover it at some point. Right. But I might walk out at that point. I get, I get it. Because what? Because what's the rest of the film got to offer me at that point? Not much. Certainly, uh, probably the least interesting title. Ugh. Well, also. <laughs> Also, yeah, let's call it something like Dial of Destiny. Destiny yeah, exactly. Not as, but let's we'll get it. Poochie. We're yeah. going back to Poochie again. Poochie, but not that lame. <laughs> we'll call it I Dial think... of Destiny or something like yeah. that, but less stupid. Exactly. You know, I think I'd like to see, um, at this point, I'd like to see the... Uh, we're cl- he's close enough in age to the Indiana Jones we saw in the cold opens of all the young Indiana Jones movies. Mm-hmm. The 90-year-old with the eye patch, who's always <laughs> telling kids to be quiet. Give me that, Shut Indiana up. Jones. Ha- played by Harrison Ford. I'm as happy as a lark. <laughs> Don't de-age him. Age him up. <laughs> age him up. I want him to be too, too much old. Give that fucker an eye patch. <laughs> anyway, carry on. All right. 
Well, I'm calling my movie RoboCop 4. Oh. Colon. Sorry. Oh. Colon. Oh. Uh. Too big to fail. <laughs> <laughs> You're clearly not speaking about the title. <laughs> That's what I like about it, is that if you make a shitty movie, you're just inviting people to fuck with yeah. your fucking title. You've it's literally great. picked the worst possible title Yeah. for your own reception. Yeah, exactly. There's just so much to play with if you make a bad movie. I'm surprised you even have a subtitle. I know, me too. About I wanted to surprise you. You did. You very yeah. much did. In, in, in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going for. Okay, okay. So, mission one accomplished. Absolutely. We open up on an SNL type of show. You see a used car lot. Mm-hmm. And a salesman, he's pitching cars. I got this, I got that for you. You want this, you want that. Then he's talking about airplanes. I got this, I got that. Then small businesses. I got this, I got that. And then he says, I'm even selling Omnicorp. Cut to uh, that weird kind of bald guy. I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah, great. Cut. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a special report. President Ronald Jones, brother of Dick Jones, <laughs> is coming to Detroit as part of his whistle-stop tour. He's uh, selling his controversial plan to bail out Omnicorp, which is, of course, too big to fail. Yeah. You get that fucking title in there in the first two minutes. That's what I did as well. <laughs> There's nothing but robo-copycats out there. Yeah. Um, so they'll be giving you some important narrative information. You find out that the brother of Dick Jones is actually president of the United States and yeah. that he's coming to Detroit, that he's trying to sell this idea that we cannot let Omnicorp, uh, disintegrate. It's too big to fail. And then you have, we interrupt that special report for this special report. Oh my God. And uh, so how, how much... How much of the movie is just this broadcast? Yeah, like this is we're only like five minutes in, Tom. Oh, okay. Five minutes is a lot. That's good. My explanation of it is longer than oh, how okay. long it will take. But we're interrupting that report to bring you this report of Robocop mm -hmm. trying to foil a bank robbery. Mm -hmm. Robocop comes sliding in. Where's where a good 15, 20 years after Robocop 3? By the way. So he's resolved whatever issues he had with the Detroit police force at this point. Yeah. He's back on the team. He's back on the force. Okay. And do we do we have any reference to that, or are you just going to let their imaginations run wild as to how that happened? Well, not right now. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. Good answer. Uh, we're still we're gonna have watching is... Media Break. <laughs> Robocop sliding up. Uh, in his patrol car to the outside yeah. of a bank, followed by another car with a young woman getting out of that car who's saying things like, you know, you keep leaving without me, Murphy. And Murphy says, did I? Officer Lewis, apologies. We're dealing... Robo Lewis? No. Well, not yet. <laughs> How was that a spoiler? <laughs> How was that innocent question a spoiler? Anyway, carry on. So, it's Lewis's daughter. Uh-huh. Before unspoken of, of course, because it's a sequel. Yeah. yeah, quite. And it's Lewis's daughter. So, uh, you've got this, uh, is it Reed, Sergeant Reed? Yeah, he's still around? My he's God. He's still around. And... Since a week, he was... A week away from retirement in 1996, in my version. <laughs> he's still around, holding up the fort. And he's going to say, how do you want to handle this? And RoboCop says, straight on. So he starts walking towards the bank. Then you get 
you know, from the bank's point of view, you get the bad guys in there and they're going to be saying, oh, shit, what's your idea now, buddy? There's going to be a huge shootout mm. and the uh, the bank robbers are going to go underground and they're going to get away. And what we're going to come to discover, and then we'll, so that's the cold open, cha-chunk, oh, RoboCop Jesus 4. Christ. And we're still watching Media Break. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, no. I mean, we go from Media Break into... Okay, 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 yeah, I'm with Into it. what RoboCop's actually doing. Got it. Yeah. And we'll come to find out that there is a new currency that is going to be... Uh, a new currency or a nuke currency? A not a nuke currency, a new currency. Um, that's going to be uh, you know distributed throughout the United States, and they're going to be it's it's kind of like <laughs> so stupid. It's kind of going to be like a pirate booty almost. You know, it's like little gold coins. Uh-huh. But they have to have a particular oh, well, we had gold bars in RoboCop too. Yeah. <laughs> we have to have a we have to have a particular stamp on it. Uh-huh. And what they'll come to discover is what the bank robbers got was uh, you know, whole kind of tubes that could be cut of the money before it got the stamp. Oh. And so that they could stamp as much as they want. Oh wow. But so that's that's you know we're kind of that's act one let's just say okay okay and uh what we're getting into uh for robocop himself is of course he's got a new partner Mm -hmm. it's lewis's daughter Mm -hmm. but he doesn't want to engage with this new partner because his partner lewis died Mm -hmm. so he is becoming more reckless with himself and less able to work with a partner. He wants to work by himself. So Lewis is saying, you're my partner. You got to work with me. You got to do this. And then the whole time RoboCop's saying, I don't want to do that. There's this. You shouldn't be doing this work, blah, 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 blah. Then you have that sort of idea that I just mentioned of, of RoboCop uh, getting fast and loose with, with how, how he's playing with danger. Mm-hmm. What we will come to find out, though, was is that uh, President Ronald Jones, mm-hmm. he's the loose cannon, Tom. Oh, of course. Yeah, every organization's got to have one. Yeah. And so he is the one. You're going to have a scene at the beginning. Uh, not at the beginning, but, you know, after after the uh, entire uh, shootout. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go to we'll go to the president. uh getting to Detroit and the press there and, you know, saying, so uh, what do you think your reception's going to be with Omnicorp and all the, the evil they've done and you're wanting to uh, save this company from from going under? And they'll say it's the responsible thing to do and we got to do this and we got to do that. And they're going to say, what do you say to your critics that say you just want to uh, help your help the the company of your evil brother? Or your, or, or just help the company of your brother, and he yeah. said the last person I'm going to want to help is my brother because he, of course, did evil things and terrible things. Omnicorp can be responsible and good. We're not mm. following the example of my brother or that crazy woman <laughs> or uh, the Japanese. I don't Japan- know what you mean by. We're- <laughs> my watch just said I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Your watch is doing my job. <laughs> I don't, Mike. I don't think the client's going for it. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway, that means that basically means your pitch is out there in the internet somewhere. It's in the somewhere. cloud. It's crazy. You're going to see it like someone's going to announce it in Variety. Obviously, I could see your eyes glazing over. I've gone on too long. No, not at all. Just so you know. I'm fascinated. I I wanted this this movie to be bad. I love that it's a a business movie. I think that is is more of a uh, spiritual sequel to Robocop than the other. Yeah, so that's kind of what I was going for. I wanted to have sort of the politics of today 
mixing I don't know with what you mean. What we got from the first RoboCop. But I also thought it would be really funny if in the second act, you know, RoboCop working with the doctors who are working with him and, and don't like all the risks he's taking, they yeah. they want him to now do some, some good PR moves, which would mm. include like going on a kid's show and doing a big dance number. That's great, yeah. Too yeah. big to fail, Tom. Well, that also um, that also addresses the sort of misstep towards family friendly RoboCop. Yeah, right. And but does it with with like entertainment satire? But making it, yeah, making, yeah, <laughs> yeah, with purpose. Uh, that's really but, good. That's really good. So the thing that I was wrestling with that you, the question you asked earlier, which was the idea that occurred to me right at the end, was, you know, that moment in Superman three. <laughs> Uh, yes. And it's the the moment <laughs> the moment where Superman is walking into the cave, and uh, Ross Webster like the the kryptonite hits him the beam, and Ross Webster's just out of nowhere is like this time we got it right. Yes. So I kind of want that moment with a new uh, Terminator Terminator new RoboCop foe. <laughs> You're not too far off track. Yeah. But, oh, uh, so what to create a, a Robo Lewis's a ro- daughter? Oh, well, a, ro- a RoboCop, um, a new version of RoboCop that they can wield to their own power, the bad guys. Except well, who's it going to be, Tom? Yeah. It'll be Officer Lewis. Ah. Well, so what they've I mean, done is program her to be evil, but then... Hmm. You'll have a second act confrontation in which she kind of gets the upper hand on RoboCop and he has to, you know, go get fixed and that kind of shit. But you have the same thing that you had in the first movie in which she starts to feel the doubts because her human part is like, wait, I know that fucking guy. Mm -hmm. And then they'll work together and she'll even sacrifice herself. You know, I like a good sacrifice for RoboCop to live. For them to foil the crime, to beat down well, so the president, and then of course another member of the Lewis family, yeah, gunned down. Well, for a second time, for I'm a, saying I mean. original. I'm saying original Lewis is RoboCop. That's well. That's what I was digging at because yeah. who's to say that her organs and brain weren't harvested as soon as she died? Exactly. So you have you mother, even... daughter, and. And Weller Robocop working together to foil all the crimes. Yeah. Yes, I think that's a, I, I, I like I like Robo Lewis a lot. Yeah. And by the end, you know, th- these movies are so focused on last lines and <laughs> Omnicorp. <laughs> to their detriment, yes. Yes. Uh, Omnicorp. I, I played with the idea of, like, do you bring the old man back like you thought, but... Uh, to me, it's too much for him to ask, uh, what are your officers' names again? So I'll have to, you know, I have to have a different person at the top below uh, the president who had no idea what was going on from the president. Mm. Uh, but so, the, and the, so guest robo, that's what you need. You need a guest RoboCop, guest wildcard. Yeah. And then you can make a RoboCop movie. And you, Yeah, exactly. But the last question will be, uh, that's awful good work. Uh what are your names again? And RoboCop by that time will say, I'm Murphy and this is my partner, Lewis. And we ah. work together now. And that's and they're, uh, they're, they're RoboCop. Both be, yeah. They're both <laughs> yeah, they tightening both. a nut in their heads. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be, not. I guess not for her because uh, young Lewis will still be a regular person. Just uh, old Lewis will be... Oh, I get it. So Robo in your Coppin scenario, all, uh, young Lewis survives completely. Mm-hmm. Old Lewis survived enough to be a Robo Lewis. Yeah, and then becomes evil and then... Oh, right. Okay. And then becomes, you know, uh, rather than foe, an ally of RoboCop yeah. and her daughter. Nice. RoboCop 4, too big to fail. Too big to fail. Because <laughs> it's big. It's a big movie. 
I I forgot because that's the um, that's the Enron documentary, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's very much so, <laughs> right? And doesn't it doesn't it end with a question mark? Uh, it might. I don't remember. I've said. I I mean. I I haven't seen it. So since that poses it, the quest. That poses another grammar question to you. Is it going to be <laughs> too big to fail or too big to fail? <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, there you great have it. Work. Great, great work. Good times. I understand what you mean, even if your watch doesn't. I yeah, my stupid ass watch did not give me a lot of confidence there when my watch said, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I'd love it if you were pitching this for real. And it sort of just you fucking idiot. You don't know anything about movies. It's like, wow, that's an aggressive Apple watch you got there. <laughs> yeah, my, smashed it. My Apple watch has always set me straight, sir. Yeah. Give me five minutes. I got a new pitch for you. Yeah, and I have to, you know, and I have to mention it's of all the episodes in which that happened, it's one about technology going wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's good stuff. It is. Ah, well, there you have it. So, which do you prefer? Yeah, Robo. <laughs> yeah, what do you like? Do you like Robo copycats or do you like Robo Four Too Big to Fail? And Good that's times. for the number four, right? It's not huh? Robo. Robocop four, too big to fail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Gotta have that number. You do? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Speak for the rest of us. We're all fine in our, in our numberless world. <laughs> yeah, you didn't go in between. You just added words at the end. I did. Per usual. I'm already regretting it as well. <laughs> There's Where's so much Robocop? wrong with my pitch. There's so much wrong with my pitch. You, will, you said one of my favorite rest- moments on the show ever. Oh, it was one of the I wish people I've could have seen the look on your face when you realized what you were about to say. <laughs> it's too good there's so many problems with my pitch I think it might actually be a worse movie than Robocop I need to redo my rankings to put my pitch at the bottom of the list well let's just say nothing of of my pitch yeah I I I feel the same I also may want to uh, substitute it with that pitch I did for Naked Gun Mm mm-hmm which was also a RoboCop parody. I think I think that's got a better chance than this one. <laughs> Maybe I'll throw that into the poll as well, just to take try and split the vote. So I'm not. Hey, hey wait a second. Yeah, don't don't try to double your chances. I think it was called Naked Gun 4.0. I, I feel like when we when we do the the voting, it's too hard to do though, because you can't. Because you always just do the titles. I wish you had a small description of plot. Well, that's why you got to listen to the episodes. Then, then no one would download them. <laughs> it's a marketing strategy. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, uh, if I was a regular listener, uh-huh. I might not remember by the time I get to the poll. Well, then you go back and listen to it again, and we get an extra... Download? Extra I don't think that's how it works. That's definitely how it works. <laughs> it's already downloaded maybe we get bonus well, points for listening to it from beginning to end again I don't know yeah true well that's why that's why your, our titles have got to be foolproof you what? The you're entire... telling me this now? <laughs> yeah I, this is no I've been telling you for since this began <laughs> Get your title right, because that's what people are voting on. Not the idea, the title. What a bunch of bullshit. That's why I'm pressing you on your titles. Don't give you shit about the rest of your story. (laughs) 
This is the business we've chosen. People select, <laughs> people go see movies based on what they're called, not what they're about. Please. They don't see, they see it for the preview, so you know some about it. You get to know some well, story, some narrative. And we're back to Dial of Destiny once again. Ugh, terrible, terrible. They should have just called it the Dial of Destiny and not told anyone it was an Indiana Jones film. <laughs> right. I think we would have figured it out. No, that's probably not quite a way that you can do that anymore. Yeah, no. It's a shame. All right. Anything left for you? <laughs> no, that's it. Me too. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm going to flagellate myself for the rest yeah, of Yeah, which one of these monstrous sequel ideas do you like the most? <laughs> You're Who, gonna have... Which of us do you want to see humiliated more? <laughs> That could be a separate question, though. <laughs> the guy who spent an entire episode going, it's so stupid that they keep saying, where's Robocop? <laughs> and then led with that in his own pitch. That would make me vote for you. Uh, yeah, quite. That's great. All right. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You send us an email to everythingsequel at gmail.com. Let us know which sequel you prefer more. When or you hear us next time, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> when you hear us next time, we'll have a brand new series for you. Oh, we will. I'm excited. Uh, it's it's gonna be it's a very very exciting one. Some some familiar faces, but a brand new series. Yeah, good times. All right. Mm. Until then, everyone. Robo. Are you okay? <laughs> I love the fact I love the fact that that line exists. That 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 she came up with that already a poor nickname. <laughs> and she she's called him Murphy a couple of times in the film before. So it's not even a nickname that That's he uses. Fantastic. She just decides. All right. That's it. Done and done. I like to think I know something about beer, but nowadays even I get overwhelmed when confronted by the exhaustive selection of craft beers they have at bars, breweries, and even grocery stores. Back in the day you had one, maybe two craft beers to choose from, and if you were confused, you ordered a Guinness. But in beer stations like San Diego, the craft beer options lately are in double, sometimes even triple, digits. So what's a beer drinker to do? You need what I need, the Vegas Beer Guys. Your beer of choice should be a perfect blend of malt and hops. And so a live show about beer needs that same balance. And the Vegas Beer Guys matches beer expert Dan Aker with self-proclaimed beer novice Stephen J. Weiss. The results are eminently drinkable. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They'll try new beers. They'll tell you about beers. Think of them as your beer sherpas guiding you up a foamy-headed mountain to reach the peak of your pint. God, I need a beer.